0: Hi there. This is the Claim It podcast with me, your dryologist, Trisha Huffman. This episode is gonna be a lot different from the ones to come. This is the first episode, and I'm making it be a little bit of an intro episode, but not so much of a behind the scenes. Well, it's behind the scenes, but not so much a background story about me. Most of these episodes are gonna be conversations with people that I'm intrigued by, inspired by, that I've seen accomplish things that I think are amazing, or I love the way that they carry themselves through life, um, you know, pick themselves back up after challenges, that sort of thing. So it's been so fun for me to have these conversations. Um, And also in the conversations, I mean, they're interviews, but conversations because I do end up sharing my point of views or bits about my life and stories um, in the conversations when that topic will come up. But I wanted to do this little episode, one, because if you didn't know when you're launching a podcast, they want you to have three episodes. (laughs) So I didn't want to take any exposure away from any of my guests. So I'm launching with two from my good friend, Jason Mraz, and then this one. And so I wanted to share in this episode about my first having the idea of wanting to have a podcast and then the fears and doubts that have come up along the way in making it a reality. I remember years and years ago when podcasts first became a thing, I was always like, oh yeah, I'm totally would love to do that because I love to talk. (laughs) I love to ask questions. Um, So I always knew I would do it. But at that time I was pregnant with my first child. I was focusing on my product line. I had just launched my first product, which was uh, the Own Your Awesome deck that I ran a Kickstarter campaign for. So anyway, I always had in the back of my mind, I would start a podcast when it felt like the time. Last year, when my kids are now three and a half and one and a half, I felt this greater expansion to be doing more things that light me up, to be back in my more mission of being in the world and remind people that it's up to us to claim our joy, to claim our worth, to claim our dreams, to claim our value, to claim our enoughness. And that's what a lot of my work is. that I do work with a lot of the people in the public eye and I run group coaching programs in my Instagram stories and in everything, I'm always showing that we all are humans and we all, no matter how successful you are, no matter how successful the people that I've worked with and and do work with and know personally, no matter how Beautiful, and how many followers somebody might have, or how much money they may have. That we all have insecurities, that we all have doubts and fears and worries and shoulds, and all of that. That no level of success, or no amount of yoga or meditation, yoga and meditation definitely help. No amount of celery juice, (laughs) whatever it is, is going to keep you from ever having a doubt, fear, feeling of shame comparison, judgment, any of that, that we're all humans at the bottom of it and that what I feel is we just get better and better at acknowledging these feelings that they come up so that we can shift them. And so that's what I share a lot about In all of the things I do, I have a YouTube series now called I Call Bullshit, where I'm calling out like the common things that I think come up in our minds and in society. Like uh, I Call Bullshit on self-care being selfish, on mom guilt, on the fear of failure, on being judged or like being the fear of being judged. Yeah. I just basically want to create better connection to us all. And that really we're all the same deep down. We're all so different and so unique but we all have these internal struggles. And so that's the point of this podcast in sort of exposing that all these people I'm intrigued by. Of course, they've had fears and doubts along the way and still, and so how they pushed through. And also to be that reminder that it's up to you to claim what you want for your life and that every situation is different. A lot of people's situations can be harder, but internally is where it matters to claim your worth, to claim your joy, to claim your value, to claim your enoughness. And no matter what's happening externally, you have the power to make those choices. And that also sometimes it's not just when like shit hits the fan that it becomes hard to do that. Sometimes when we get reach a new level of success or get promoted or get something that we've always wanted, then sometimes that's when the fears and doubts and judgments and all that stuff start to come in. So it's an interesting thing that it's not like the, the higher you climb, the easier it will be. Sometimes it gets harder and harder because there's more stuff coming up. So anyway, <laughs> I always wanted to do a podcast. Last year, I was like, all right, next year, I'm doing it. It's happening. But then of course, I started to feel, but Oh my gosh. And I started to be guests on a lot of podcasts, which I loved so much. But then, of course, I was more conscious of there's so many awesome podcasts out there that already exist. How will there be space for mine? Who will want to listen to mine? Of course, I think I have a unique view or way of saying things, but I'm probably going to have similar guests to some other person. I don't know if anyone, you know, it's not like I'm going to get guests that nobody else has heard. And will people want to hear those guests? So, all the doubts and fears that come up to that is there space for me? Will people listen? And so how I was able to just keep going and make it be a reality is that, again, just go back to, well, this feels like it's something I want to do. And it doesn't feel like I want to do it to prove myself, to be like, look, I can have a successful podcast too, or I can have a podcast that I really just felt like it would bring me joy and that I really just wanted to have these conversations with people. And why not, you know, like, and get to record them and put them out into the world. But really the way I'm able to move through life and do some things that can seem scary and put myself out there is because how it makes me feel. And of course, there's some fear coming up in those. But again, getting back to, but I want to have this conversation. I feel so great when I'm having these conversations. I want to try it. It's also knowing that it's okay, that maybe I'm not going to enjoy it. Maybe it's not going to work out. Maybe I'm going to start it and it's going to end up showing me something else I actually would rather do. And so just letting myself try. I didn't know I th- thought I had a name for the podcast and it kept changing. And so I was kind of stuck in the, well, I can't launch a podcast. I can't even reach out to people to have them be guests on my podcast if I don't have a name for it. Right. And then I told myself, well, fuck that. Like, (laughs) what if you just start having conversations and then you'll start to get clear on, is this what you want to call it or not? So I started reaching out to people and being like, hi, I'm launching a podcast. This is the goal of the podcast. This is the working title of the podcast. Can I interview for it? And also I would decided I wanted to do them in person and inviting myself into people's homes. Like, okay, so I'm doing a podcast. It's not even a real thing yet. I don't know what it's called. And I'm going to need to come to your house to record it. <laughs> it's it's It c- could seem pretty crazy and out there, but I d- that's what I did. And I got so many yeses. I did get some no's, but m- most of the most of the no's were actually just, hey, not right now. My schedule's really full. We'll circle back. A couple people didn't answer me. No big deal. They might not have got it. I'm gonna reach back out. No big deal. But most people did say yes. And then once I start doing the interviews, I right away started with Jason Moraz, who might have been the biggest interview, but he's also someone that I've worked with on and off as a geologist and a sound engineer for many years, which you'll hear about in our conversation. And I had a great time. But then, of course, as soon as it was over, I started to go in, oh, am I? going to sound stupid there. Why did I say that? Did I talk over him too much? What are people going to think? Are they going to think I was rude or, you know, cause I laugh a lot. You're going to hear in all of these conversations, I laugh and I, not that I'm like making fun of someone. It's just like, I do like find the joy in all things. So even if it was from a painful moment, then sort of like laughing, like, oh, right. I see our humanness in that. So anyway, my mind did start to spin with, did I ask the right things? Did I Did I need to cut him off there? Because maybe that wasn't, you know, to make the episode shorter. Um, Second guessing myself should having, I should have done this. Um, And I just had to be like, hey, what happened is what happened. I'm committed to not editing these episodes. Like I'm going to trim the front and the back, you know, if if there's like, we're having a conversation or something and try to edit out if there's some background noise, but I'm not going to be cutting and pasting the episodes together. I wanted all the conversations to be able to fully shine, even if later I was like, oh, why did we talk about that? Or I wonder if other people are interested in that. So when those doubts swirled around it in my mind, and I should have done this, I wanted to ask that and I didn't crap. Oh my gosh, I forgot to say this when he said that, or she, in all of the conversations, these thoughts would set the surface. And I would just be like, what is done is done. What we said is what we said. This is all a learning experience for me. I will get to be a better interviewer, a better conversationalist just by doing it. And so I can't hold back and like not release things because the fear of them not being good enough or what will people think of me? Because if you watch that, I call bullshit on the fear of what people think of me video. What it comes down to is really the only judgments that really matter when they're coming from someone else is if it's a judgment that we believe to be true about ourselves. So if I'm worried that people are going to think that I'm stupid or that I didn't ask the right questions or that I'm rude because I cut him off in some place, those might be real judgments that happen, but those can really only affect me and bring me down if they're things that I believe to be true about myself. And I can't think, oh, maybe what I said there I don't really love the word stupid, but like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best thing to say. So just acknowledging that and also realizing I'm human, so I'm going to try better next time. Um, So basically, you know, what I'm saying is that when I got into these, what are people going to think of me in these conversations? Are they good enough? Am I good enough? That those thoughts can only really weigh on me and hold me back if they're what I believe to be true about myself that I'm not good enough to have a podcast. I'm not good enough to be sharing these conversations, that I'm not enough in some, some way, right? And so I choose to keep going, to keep sharing, to keep being me, to allow everyone to be in on this evolution and that, um, and really I felt so great after every single conversation, even if there was a, oh, whoops, I didn't say that, or oh, I didn't say that how I wanted to, or why didn't I ask that question? That really, I felt so lit up, fulfilled, full of joy. And so that's why I'm doing the podcast is how I feel when I'm doing it. And I also then for the rest of the week, living off this energy of having these conversations. And that is also, For me, what I'm doing something in life, like, of course, I want this podcast to have a million downloads, whatever. Like, I would love that. That's the point, right? I would love um, to get sponsorships that are paying for everything for the editing, for, you know, my producer to pay for bills. I would love that. But for me, I can't go into something with those external goals. And that might be in some business classes, lessons, they're like, you need to have a goal of this many listeners and you make this much money because that's the only way you can hit those goals if you make them clear. That's great. That's not a model that always works for me or it works for me if I'm also aligned with the feeling because it won't matter if I get a million subscribers and I get some big sponsorship money unless I'm enjoying what I'm doing, right? So the main thing in whatever it is you're doing, and there's going to be some hard moments in whatever you choose to do, whether it's a learning of something new or starting a new career for yourself, trying something new, there's always gonna be hard moments even in doing things that you love. But overall, I fucking love having these conversations And so that is what keeps me going. And that also can get me out of the doubt, fear mode. But how do I feel? I feel lit up. I feel fulfilled. So, and also I wanted to share in the fact of, again, I'm like, I don't necessarily follow like, this is how you have to do things mode. Whereas I recorded I think up to 10 episodes where I still wasn't even sure what the name of the podcast was. You'll hear at the end and the working title for this podcast is when I was asking each guest to claim what they are claiming for themselves right now. Another thing that came up, usually when you're listening to podcasts, they'll have a little theme song or a bit of intro music playing under the, hi, this is the blah, blah, blah podcast. And so I'm like, okay, if I have a podcast, I have to have music. I worked in the music industry for a really long time. And it's so funny because I've always loved music and I still do. But that was a challenge. And I knew it was going to be a challenge to find some music I like to put under my words or to attach myself to. It's like I can do it, I can do it. I found some pieces I liked. It's like I can just start with this and just change it. And then I was like, you know what? That's not me. And who says that I have to have music? Like, is is Apple gonna not allow my podcast to exist because there's not a five to thirty second bit of music under it? No. Are people going to like start listening to my podcast and be like, you know what? She didn't play music, so I'm not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> so right now I'm starting it with no music. I might find some awesome music. I might add some hand claps. I don't know. I'm going to play with it. But do what feels right to me and not just pick something or have music because I should have music does everybody else have music? That we live in these boxes of rules that we have to follow for so many things in life. And so I'm sharing this bit about music and no music with you to help you get out of your own way. If you're like, well, I can't do this because I don't have that, or I didn't do this in this order, or I've, you know, I see all of these people that are successful and they did X, Y, and Z. If it's not working for you, if it's holding you back, Then just know you have to do whatever works best for you and feels best for you. And that might change tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll be like, fuck this. I love this music and I'm putting it on there. (laughs) But I'm not letting me hold me back from launching it. That's a little bit of the background story in my journey in saying and committing to having a podcast and some of the doubts and fears and navigation I did into just making it happen putting it out there without feeling like I have to do this, do this, do this. They, they often say, I don't know who they is, you know, the great they, that procrastination or perfectionism is actually a form of procrastination. And so I'm always just trying to like start something and keep it going, launch things Put things out in the world, even if they don't feel a hundred percent perfect, because nothing is final. And we're all growing and we're all evolving. So again, this is just a big reminder to you. Think about what lights you up, what raises your joy levels? Is there something that you have often thought that you want to do? Why haven't you started yet? Maybe for you, it's just not the time. Like for me, I knew I wanted to have a podcast and I wasn't ready yet for what my life looked like with two little ones and. Other business things happening? But is it just you feeling like you're not ready for some reason that is just a bullshit reason? (laughs) So I'm hoping to share this story to inspire you to get out of your own way, to see any doubts or fears that might be stopping you, and to remind you hey, this is your life. Could end tomorrow. Say that because that shit happens. My dad died in a freak accident. So you don't know. So claim your joy right now, claim your value, claim your enoughness. Someone else can't give it to you. You're not even, we're not even open to fully receiving love. If you have the most loving family, significant other ever, if you don't feel like you're worthy of love, then you're not going to feel it. My favorite quote ever is the only person who can make you feel inferior is yourself. That's by Eleanor Roosevelt. I might've edited it a little bit, but that's the main message. The only person who can make you feel inferior is yourself. And in reading that, I also got the only person who can make you feel anything is yourself. The only person that can make you feel joy, love, worthy enough is you. So pay attention to any thoughts that try to tell you otherwise and turn them around. But just acknowledging that you have the thoughts is the first step in transforming them and being able to claim what you want for yourself. Thanks for listening. I'm Trisha. If you didn't know, I have a daily inspiration app. It's available in the Google Play and the Apple App Store. It's called Own Your Awesome. It's like a virtual card deck, hundreds of powerful thoughts and affirmations. It's only a one-time purchase of $3.99. There's no ads and no monthly fee, anything like that. Super awesome way to Get you out of your head and, um, you know, like really be present to how awesome you are and how much your life is in your hands, even when it feels like it's not. I also have a 52 card deck called Own Your Awesome, keychains, magnets, mugs, journals, all sorts of things with powerful statements and affirmations to remind you that this is your life and it's up to you to claim it. I know this is my first little solo episode, but hey, you can go ahead and subscribe right now. We're going to have new episodes releasing weekly. Rate it. When you rate it, it just makes it more available to other people out there so that they can listen to. And each week, I'm going to be sending a package of my goodies to someone that submits a review. So you can go, hit a review, screenshot it and email it to me at yourjoyologist.com. If that's hard for you, then you can just go to my website, yourjoyologist.com and hit the contact me, joyologist <laughs> at yourjoelogist.com. Screenshot me your review and you'll be entered to win a box of my awesome, empowering products. Thanks for listening. And um, yeah, you can find anything me at yourjoyologist.com. I'm at yourjoyologist at Instagram. And my products are at yourjoyologist shop. And I'm going to leave you with this one thought. What are you claiming for yourself right here, right now? Claim it and that keep that in your mind and in your heart. Can't wait to take you on this journey with all the amazing guests I have coming at you so soon.